This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Well, good morning. Hi. How are you? Hi. Three minutes after 11, Lynn, that's the number we're looking at, just so we okay. know. Anyway, um, yeah, so um, we're, how's, everything, how's everything going? Everything is going very well. I got to say, I, I want, things are just moving along. The longer I'm here, the more things are falling into place, and more things are popping up that say, oh, here's an opportunity. Here's something to do. Didn't know about that. Oh, hooray. So... Lots yep. of good stuff. Lots of good stuff. Good. Good. And, how, and what's and happening with you? Um, yeah, you know, just Christmasing and getting it all together and trying to keep everything, taking a little time off at the end of the year, so I'm happy about that. And um, yeah, just keep, you know, doing my thing. But I have to tell you, I was, at, I was in Bacardo's the other day. So I went in huh? on earlier in the week. I was in with my son, Tommy, and um, both Butchie and Jim, Jimmy Bacarda, who are brothers and owners, um, said, Larry, we listen to you all the time on the radio. So I mm-hmm. just want to give it. I said, oh, thanks. Well, I'll give you a big shout out. And what a time of year to do it, Bacardo's Jewelers. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that, you know, they're so fortunate to be in this business and to be there as long as they've been. And, you know, first they were, you know, on, uh, down a few blocks on Biden. Now they're on the corner of Jefferson and, and Biden. And they've been there for a long time. And they're just good, good men. And their family's a great, a great family with a great name in, in this business. And um, I, I, I just, they're, they're wonderful guys. And we got a, a, a watch. Tommy got a Shinola and a, I had bought one for Sean a couple, about a year ago, and I love them, and they're great. And so, but they just have, they, I love the Michelle watches, which I, you know, bought one before. Meyer bought me one years ago, and I, 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 they all have a trunk show every year. So we were talking about that, but the jewelry and everything they have, they just have such a wonderful reputation. And um, so I just want to give a big shout out if you're thinking about a, beautiful piece of jewelry or anything else that you're thinking of for Christmas, stop by and, and see these guys. They're just 
a wonderful, uh, wonderful business and two of the nicest guys in town. So big shout out to Bacardo's jeweler, jewelers and our friends Butchie and Jimmy Bacardo. So okay, that's what we oh, get. Good. But yeah, so and but in, anyway, we just running around and trying to, like I said, doing, you know, that was one of my Christmas gifts. And, you know, just trying to get everything caught up and in between work. I just, this, uh, just this morning, my favorite thing of the year, and you know what I'm going to say, but I just lined up my mm-hmm. um, lunch for my friends at the Dunmore Fire Department and Dunmore DPW, yep. headed by my good buddy, Digi Judge, who is a phenomenal guy. And I was talking to Vince Sardo, who was used to be a he was a he's a retired fireman, and he helps me every year. And take this over to my dear friend, Mr. Kristen Naples, who's the chief over at the fire station in Dunmore. And again, I said to Ditch, thank you, thank you, thank you for everything you do for Dunmore and and the work that you and your guys do because they're a tremendous group of guys and. I tell you, I told him, I reminded him, and I, I do every year because I have to, that I do this um, in honor of my, for DPW, in honor of my grandpa who actually worked on the city of Scranton. Uh, he worked for DPW many, 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 many you know, zillions years ago. Carl uh, Leboutier, his, my mother's father, and um, I, these guys just do an incredible, incredible job of, you know, snow and dealing with everything and the garbage yeah. and and everything they have to deal with and um it's i uh, you just you know we take these things for granted i don't i respect them and care about them i love them all they're great so happy, and i happy have to say too for the most part their jobs are thankless exactly you know, nobody and, and that's and they know they don't come under um, first responders, they don't come under any of these more noble um, job classifications, but they do such an important job to keep us all healthy, clean, and and we don't even have to look at it. You know, you just throw it out to the curb and you're done. Exactly. And it, it is such a service that people, you know, you think about these guys, I, every once in a while when when I would be there at the time that they were coming with the big trucks and, and doing their thing. Uh, I would love to go out to them and say, need bottle of water, you need something. Because yep, they, yep. they're just seen as though they're part of the furniture, so to speak. You know, nobody acknowledges them. But then I, I notice, and you probably have seen this too, there are a lot of times on Facebook where they have those reels of little kids who are so excited when the garbage truck comes around yep. the corner, yep, uh-huh. you know, and the guys make a big fuss about the little kids. They take them yep. up, they give them hugs, and then they let them push the buttons on the truck. And and the kids, it makes their day. But but nobody really acknowledges uh, how important that is to people, and especially those kids, because they don't have any preconception about oh, it's just Absolutely. a garbage man. You know, I, I they know think it. they're I wonderful. Know. And I think yep. it's great that you do that every year. I really well, do. I, I think it's, I like it's I a said, wonderful it's, thing. It's important to me um, because I just, I just love them. They're, and I, you know, I just, we were talking about it. Like when I see a truck, I blow the horn and wave. You know, I don't know who's on the truck at that one, but I, you know, they're always <laughs> just the nicest guys. And when I see them every year, and I go up and I visit them, 
they're all so gracious, so grateful and so kind and appreciative. And believe me, I'm not the only one. Many people help out the fire department and, and DPW. They're good to, to Digi's guys, as good. they say. And, Digi, you know, they, they, they are. They're, so this year I'm ordering from Calabria Pizza for them and Mansour's Market is doing hoagies. And um, shout out to them because they're always so good. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, it's it's you know it's my single favorite thing to do every single year is to yep. um, think of them and just make sure they have a full belly on me one day out of the year. Sometimes you know you, you never know when else, but that's my I make sure that happens and it's um, it's 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 a good thing. So I'm, I'm grateful to them and so. Big, 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 huge shout out to Dunmore's mm-hmm. DPW, headed by the one and only Digi D- Judge, and to the Dunmore Fire Department, um, who do an incredible job, um, headed by Chief Chris Naples, whom I love as well. And it's just they're just a great big and my buddy Vince Sardo. So good people doing um, God's work. So that's how it is. Mm-hmm. So thank you. But anyway, mm-hmm. so that happened this morning, Lynn, coincidentally, before okay. we taped. So I was able to bring that up because I know you like to remember it and you usually ask mm-hmm. me about it. But, you know, those are things you do. And sometimes it's just, well, not sometimes. It's the best feeling. to. to it's always better to give. I love that. So yeah, you're right. There we go. I think go. I told you this before, that they've done studies on this about the endorphins that are released uh, by the human brain when you give versus when you receive. And two times as many endorphins are produced in your brain, which is the good feelings, uh, when you're the person who gives rather than the person who receives. So it does wonders for your own mental psyche to, to give rather than receive. So let's keep right. that in mind. I, I could care less. Holiday. Well, and in many ways, I could care less. What, and I don't mean this the way it's going to sound. I just don't. I mean, I'm always grateful, and I love to be to be thought of and to be treated. But I don't expect it, and I don't care as much about it. And I'm grateful if it happens. So please don't misinterpret what I'm saying. But yes. I just love giving. I just like mm-hmm. to make people feel like special or that you thought of them in ways. I, I just think in any way, whether you make something or you bake something or you get them their favorite, uh, you know, um, container of tea, whatever that is, or you stop and you, like I used to tell people when I used to be a big Duncan fan, which of course I don't do anymore, except I do get hot chocolate every now and then. I buy, okay. I don't go there. And I don't even drink a lot of iced tea anymore because I've been doing the water kick. But, but when people would give me a Dunkin' card, I was like, it's like gold to me because yes. <laughs> I would just be there all the time. So um, yep. those kind of things, you know, no matter what it is, it's just a cute little thing. You go in and have two or three teas on someone and you think, you know, this is nice. I'm, I'm getting something I like and I, and I guess what? I didn't even have to pay for it today. It's always <laughs> nice, you know. And I can't yeah, tell you Lynn, how many times I've been in line at Dunkin' through the years where the mm-hmm. car in front of me paid for my tea. No kidding. Like just random active. I, I do that oh, myself. Oh, that's I nice. I do stuff like that. But that's yeah, nice. They, 
Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, and they, and then you can't thank them because they're gone ahead of you, right. and rarely, right? You know, but yeah, it's those are nice things to do too at Christmas time. Yep. Well, yep. anytime, but Christmas is kind of nice. So I um, often ask the question though, how do you know what the person behind you is going to get? So how do you, do you don't when you it? get up? Because by the time you get up and you say, you can say. What is the order for my, you know, because, you know, you, some people don't oh, want, true. if they had like a $100 order, you, you, some people may not want to do it. <laughs> but they'll say, what's the order of the person behind me? And uh-huh. they'll say, yes. charge, and then tell them, I said, have a good, that's usually what I do. I said, put it on my card and tell them, have a nice day or pay it yes. forward or something, you know. Yes. I don't yeah. like to say pay it forward because it's not my responsibility to tell someone to do that. That's got to be right. Like, you know, hopefully they want to, but I just usually say have have a nice day. You know, have a good day mm-hmm. or whatever. Enjoy your coffee, whatever. Just, yeah, but they they can tell you because by the time you get yes. to order, the person has already or you get to pick up the person has already ordered. Mhm, that's true. So about yeah, that. it's nice. Those are just little things you do, um, and it's nice. It's very nice. Well, I'm and, really uh, looking forward to being here for the holidays this year. I mean, living here. Uh, took advantage of a wonderful opportunity yesterday with a, an absolutely beautiful, crystal clear day. My sister and I drove to Cape May and spent the, the day, the afternoon for the most part, and, uh, and stopped on our way out at the Lobster House, which is right there at the bottom of the exit zero, as they say, um, on the turnpike, not the turnpike, the Jersey, whatever that is, that other road. Anyway, um, it stopped in there and they had five Garden or six City Expressway? Roads. Yeah, the Garden State Parkway. That's what it is. Garden State Parkway. Yeah, exit yeah. zero. So um, picked up some fresh monkfish, which is one of my most favorite things because it's called the poor man's lobster. And it, it cooks like that and tastes like that. So I brought it home, broiled it with some butter, and we had those little cups, the ramekins that are on top of yep. the steel thing and, and a little tiny tea candle underneath it. And we were dipping it in the butter. It was, it was fabulous. It was just great. Ah, we had good. such a good time. So well, all that go. was great and um, looking forward to more fun things to do. With your family, which is wonderful. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we are going to take a break because we have Leah Jenna. We have two guest experts this week. We have Leah Jenna Copeless and Dr. Nicole Genova. So next up, Leah Jenna Copeless. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News, and I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden. And more importantly, Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357-8399, 357-8399, or email Laurie, Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, 
at lauriecadden.com, L-A-U-R-I-E-C-A-D-D-E-N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises, because it is who you know. I'm Dr. Nicole DeNova. Since VREC opened its doors in 2010, we've treated over 30,000 patients, including the puppy whose curiosity led him to a porcupine and the police canine who was just doing his job. VREC is located at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit and is open 24-7 for your pet peace of mind. To learn more about us, visit VRECPA.com or call 570-587-7777. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Hi, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans, and I'm the managing director and certified financial planner for a company called Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm that's devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR special event business. And with us today is the lovely Leah Genacopoulos, who is a realtor with ERA One Source Realty. ERA has roughly 100 agents, um, has um, in 10 counties and five offices, I think, Leah. Um, Leah's here. And so Merry Christmas and happy real estate, Leah. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. And I cannot believe this is the end of the year. Like, where to go? I know. We are through the, it's like so crazy and so scary to me. Um, But I'm hoping everyone's doing well and I hope everyone's getting ready for their shopping and, you know, getting, I can tell you, I don't have anything really done. So uh, this weekend (laughs) is going to be pretty hectic. For me, uh, I got a few things done. I did get a few things done. Um, but, you know, it's hard buying for people, you know? Like, you don't even know, know, like, what to do if they they have everything or, you know, what do you want or, you know? So, but, you know, whatever, we'll get through that. But I know a lot of people on their list have a new house on their list. And, like, it's, you yeah. know, what happened? I keep telling all my customers and clients and everybody – um, and I've been working with several clients actually since 2020, which has been pretty crazy. And uh, mm. yeah. it's pretty funny because, you know, I keep telling them 2024 is your year and they keep laughing. But um, good news, the rates dropped below seven. So I think that's yep. fantastic news. I'm sure everyone saw that. Um, I mm-hmm. had a great two meetings. This, I had great two, uh, two great meetings this past week. And um, <clears throat> it was actually like, they were really informative. They were really great. They were with two big banks and, you know, they were waiting obviously to see what the feds were going to do. And the market is actually going to where they anticipated. So, you know, the one meeting I had was with a big bank out of Wisconsin and they actually said like all these rumors you're hearing that we're going to hit like foreclosures and we're going to see this and that, that is not true. There's not even a sign of it because you know what too, when people were buying in 2020 and 2021, we cannot forget they were buying at rates of two, two and a half, three percent. Mm-hmm. So it's very hard to default at an interest rate. With no, I'm not. Don't get me wrong. You can default. However, it's it's a lot harder to default on a loan at two two point five percent versus seven percent. So, mm-hmm. um, so that's really good news. Then the rates dropped below seven percent, which is really really great. Like we're never going to see the three percent. I don't think, at least in any of our lifetime our lifetimes. Will we see the fives again? Without a doubt. And, and that's where we want to be. That's where we need to be. 
Um, but the sixes are a great place to be too. So I can't, you know, everything's looking good. They're predicting that the spring of 2024, quarter two, quarter three are going to be insane again. Also because the builders are not caught up yet. Now they are doing a lot of incentive programs nationwide for builders because we need new inventory because that's what's going to get people to sell. The other thing is people aren't selling because they're on a, you know, hey, I signed a mortgage at 2.83%. What can you do for me? Why would I do this? Or, you know, or you do have the people that, great for you, you signed a mortgage at 2.5%, but now you have three children and you bought that house as a family of three and now you're a family of five, you know, or you're a family <laughs> of four with two dogs. So you don't, you can't live there anymore. But um, <clears throat> I think that we're going to see that, you know, there's a lot of positive and I think, Personally, if you ask me and you talk to somebody, I work with a lot of big developers um, in the Scranton area, and if you ask them, you know, just asking out of curiosity, I asked them, I go, what was your worst year since the pandemic? And they both looked at me and they said 2023. And I was shocked because, you know, I didn't expect that to be the answer. And, you know, everyone's really looking forward to 2024 because <clears throat> I think they always predicted that 2023 was going to kind of be the doom and gloom. <clears throat> in the market this in, in a sort of way, but um, it's looking very positive and promising for 2024, and I think that's a really great thing. Um, one thing I want to talk about is a lot of questions I get, and a lot of questions I actually get from a lot of first-time homebuyers, and there's a lot of misconception of, do I need to put down 20%? And the answer is no. So the common misconception is I have to put 20% down and that's the median down payment that everyone expects that you're supposed to put down when you buy a house, but that's not true. The median is actually anywhere between 12 to 15% for all home buyers and for the first time home buyers, it's actually 8%. But just because that's the median, it doesn't mean you have to do that. There are so many different loan programs out there that you can get into a house as low as 3.5%. And there's also some no down payment requirement programs for VA and USDA loans. So I always recommend reach out to your realtor, reach out to a lender. We could help you. We can give you the information you need. And, you know, I had a girl that called me this week. She's like, I'm not qualified, but I want to get qualified. I don't know where to start. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with saying that too. And I think there's a lot of buyers out there that don't know where to start and are so nervous that they don't know their next steps. So there's a lot of different programs out there that I think people should know about. There's teacher programs, there's first responder programs, there's, a, there's different Fannie Mae programs, there's different Freddie programs, um, there's a down payment resource program. There's over 42 programs across 14 states nationwide that are achievable for home ownership, which means that they're assisting in, you know, helping you down in getting your down payment. So if you want to buy a home, you might have that misconception that you need a bigger down payment. And I think the best thing right now to let to educate people is to let everybody know that there's various loan options out there for different buyers, there's different down payment programs, there's different percentages you could put down, there's different programs that you can sign up for. There's a thousand programs that maybe people that are wanting to be home buyers don't even know. So with the right resources and the right amount of down payment that you don't even know that you should definitely be talking to your local real estate agent. And I can honestly tell you everyone at ERA, we have a lot of education on that because we're always keeping up with NAR and HUD and USDA and um, Fannie and Freddie. And I think that's very important to make sure that you're using a realtor that's educated in these programs and that could help you. 
And I think we've talked about this before, that it's not the traditional commercial 20% loan program anymore to get a house. So I think the most important thing is everyone should know that home ownership is achievable. And I think that's something that everyone should be putting on the forefront of 2024 if you are on the fence. So I think it's definitely something to think about. Yeah, well, definitely. Yeah, go ahead, Lynn. I was gonna. I'm just gonna ask. I think part of the mystique around this is the story about if you don't have 20 percent, then you end up paying mortgage insurance, and and I don't know that that's actually the case in some of these programs that you were speaking about. Uh, may not be, but I think that that's part of what's driving the the urban myth that says that you have to have 20% or you can't get into a house. Is that so? I think that's what a lot of people have, that misconception. Like, if we don't have the 20%, we can't buy. And then they panic because then they think we don't have money for repairs. We don't have money for moving. We don't have money for furniture. But that is not mm-hmm. the case. There are so many different ways we can get you in a house. You just got to pick up the phone and call us and let us assist you with that. That's what we're here for. It doesn't always have to be, I have a house, I want to see it, let's make an appointment. There could be multiple conversations we have with you prior to even us meeting face-to-face or talking. And and you know what, Lori, you know because you're in the business too, like that's one of the most important things that you should be doing is start building a relationship. That's what you should be doing when you're purchasing a home, you know, and – that's the one well, thing what, I actually pride myself on is starting that, you know, relationship on the right foot. Let's have a call. Let's not jump into, I want to go see 123 Smith Street and, you know, I'm, you know, because that might not even be the house for you. Right. You know? But you're absolutely right because, first of all, in anything, knowledge is power. So using the skills of a realtor does not just mean, like you say, let's see a house. It is help me get the total understanding of what it's going to cost, what I need to do, how can I get funding if I don't have it, how, what are the programs available to me, and know all of these things, and then pre-qualify, and all of the other things that you can say, here's your checklist, and here's what you need to do, here's how we can help you. That is the best thing you can do is to spend some time meeting with the realtor, talking to them, and getting all of those answers up front because you know what it is. People think it's what it is, and then they just automatically check themselves out of, this, out of that um, realm. They say, oh, I can't do it, so I'm not going to do it. When, when, and then they're paying rent, and they really want to own a house. Now, some people, let's face it, some people don't and they're happy doing right. what they do. But there are a lot of people who continue to rent, assuming, Lynn, to your point, that they can't do it because they can't afford it, but yet they're right. paying rent every month. And mm-hmm. the average person could do that, especially with prices of rents around here now. So, yeah, it, it, Leah, 100% accurate. The building of that relationship, the trust, and putting your, you know, then that way when you're out looking, you can think, oh, you know what? Cindy Lou Hu just told me that she wanted this, and this is a great little house. Maybe she wants to see it. It, it, That's how it works. So So real quick, a story, and and I think this is something that's important. And you know what? I think that everyone should – you're not always going to click with the right person. So I think you should always, hey, I think you should put your realtor on interview for the first couple of showings too. It doesn't mean just because you picked up the phone and called them that that might you guys might not click, and I've seen it. Or, you know, but 
Um, I'm working with a family right now, and they are the nicest people I've ever met, and, and they're great. And I've been working with them since April, last April. And, um, you know, they just can't wait to get in a house. They're renting. You know, they sold their house in Florida. They're up here. She, they're so excited. She's back with her grandchildren, and we found a house, and everything was great. And they thought this is the great house, and we got the bidding war. We won all this inspections. It's a terrible report. And I was telling her, I said, I don't feel comfortable selling you this house. I'm being honest with you. There's a foundation. There's a million issues we got going on here. And she's like, no, 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 let's get a price. Let's get a price. Let's get a price. So I said, I'll do whatever I can. Let me get you prices. I'll reach back out, and I'll let you know what we come up with, you know, blah, 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 blah. Called her back, and I said, this is where we're at. And she said to me, I just want to thank you because I was moving forward with a house just because I wanted to be in something. She's like, but you really looked out for me and my children and my grandchildren. She's like, I want to just thank you and take that time. She's like, I could see that, like, you know, we re like those phone calls we had in the beginning, like she, she wasn't here yet. She was in Florida. She was calling me once a week to how's the market? What's going on? What, what can you do for me? How I don't see any houses, this, that, and the other thing. And we did a lot of relationship building. And she said, she's like, I've had the same realtor down in Florida for the last 19 years. She's like, and I need to find up in Pennsylvania that realtor. So I knew that she was looking to for something. Like she didn't want someone that's like, here's all your houses. Let's pick one and let's do this. She wanted someone that she was going to be able to communicate with, be able to like and you know she she's an older woman and she's really funny but she was cursing and like you know whatever she's like I'm so sorry and I was like it's okay but she's like I feel comfortable enough to do that in front of you and I was like but I want you to feel that way like I want you to buy this house and then say to me come over for dinner when I'm settled in that's the relationship I'm looking to have with all of my clients I don't want to have that relationship of okay I sold you the house now go on your merry way you know so right. I definitely right. think the moral of the story today is reach out to your realtor build a relationship, interview them. Great. They do right. well. They sell. They do this. That doesn't matter. How long are they in the business? What are they educated on? Have, have they been doing this long enough to know the cycles? Are they here to understand what you're looking for and make sure that they're listening to your needs and wants? And I think that's one of the most important things as a consumer and a client you should be looking for when you're looking to develop a realtor's relationship because that's a big deal. You're making a big purchase, and it's based off of your financials, and I think that's a big takeaway from today. There you go. Perfect. Okay. Good way to end it. Leah, mm -hmm. Merry, Merry Christmas, darling. We hope you have a, a great holiday, and keep, uh, keep all your, your good uh, awards coming, and keep doing, a good, keep doing a good job. Thank you so much, and I hope everyone else has a great holiday, and a Merry Christmas, and a wonderful New Year, and Hopefully, I'll be touching base with everyone in 2024. There you Yay. go. Okay, everybody. Well, we <laughs> are going to take a quick break. We will be right back. We have our next guest expert, Dr. Nicole Denova of Veterinary Referral and Emergency Center. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of The Laurie and Lynn Show. I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on more than 30 sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. 
We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com, and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is. Business Banking at Fidelity. We have a great relationship with Fidelity. They're like family with us. They're right next door to my business. If there's ever a problem, just one phone call. I don't even have to go to them. They come to me. It's great. I love being in the business. This was meant for me. We're very busy. I'm running every day and I love to stay busy. So that's why I need a bank that's going to be there for me when I need them. Back in 2006, we were having a problem with our lease in our other building. We were looking for a place to go. We stumbled upon this, this location. It's right in the heart of downtown, right in the, the middle of the city. And it happened to be right next to the Fidelity Bank. They went out of their way for us to get this building. It was wonderful, and it's been a great relationship ever since. I have a business line of credit with Fidelity that gives me buying power. My credit card machine runs through Fidelity. My checking account, uh, my payroll taxes, they take care of it all for me. I bank with Fidelity, don't you? Member FDIC. Here's Lori and Lynn. Everybody, welcome back. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show. I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And I am Lynn Evans, and I am a managing director and a certified financial planner with Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm that's devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And our second guest expert uh, this week is Dr. Nicole Denova, who is um, as she would say, the grand fromage of, uh, which translated means big cheese, of <laughs> Veterinary Surgical Center. Did I say it right, Nicole? Yes, that's correct. Okay, okay. And she is the surgeon <clears throat> and owner of the business, and she's got some good stuff to talk to us about relative to taking care of your pets during the holiday season. So welcome, Nicole. Well, thank you as always for having me. Um, mm-hmm. I thought we would kind of, instead of having just a holiday-specific topic, I thought I'd kind of go back to some roots of just medicine. And obviously, as a surgeon, I tend to lean towards surgical things. You would hope I would. Um, mm-hmm. And I, we've had some questions that have come up and some, some clients that have contacted us. And I wanted to just quickly discuss, um, I'm going to go to a discussion about orthopedics, and that is, um, there is the most common orthopedic problem in dog is something dogs is something that's called cranial cruciate disease. Um, in humans, you know, medical semantics, directional semantics, we call it the anterior cruciate ligament. In dogs, it's called the cranial cruciate ligament. Cruciate is Latin for cross, and so there are two ligaments that cross each other in our knees, and the one in front, called the cranial cruciate ligament is the ligament that becomes ruptured most frequently in dogs. And we call this cruciate disease because this is actually an inflammatory disease process that slowly degrades the cruciate. And then, you know, Fluffy can be chasing a squirrel or running around the backyard. That is not really traumatic enough, should not cause a cruciate tear, but it does. 
Um, you know, in humans, 90% of us tear cruciates because we do silly things like play football, soccer, skiing. Um, and there's a subset in older women where we get inflammatory disease and we can degrade our cruciate and then we just stand up off the sofa and we rupture a cruciate ligament. And I'm not suggesting that our dogs are like old ladies, but this is something that we know is similar. It's a similar complex that occurs. And the vast majority of dogs are tearing cruciate because of cruciate disease, not because of trauma. When I meet patients that have a ligament tear on one side, I always tell parents, you know, there is a high propensity. We're talking probably more than 75% of dogs will go on to tear the other side. So if, Mm. you know, your dog ever starts limping on their other leg, just call me because it's probably going to be a cruciate tear. And some of these dogs actually present where they might be, you know, mom or dad will say they've been limping on their right leg, and I say, guess what? There's findings to suggest that they're already tearing both sides, um, and we have to do surgery on both knees at the same time. So, you know, sometimes when you – Find that your dog is limping, whether it's still weight-bearing or not. I don't want you to just jump to the conclusion that it's a cruciate tear. But if it's something that's not getting better, um, you know, definitely go see your vet. We have some wonderfully safe um, anti-inflammatories that can be given longer term. And if things are not resolving, you know, tell your vet that you want to come see a surgeon, whether it's me or somebody else. But, um the most common problem, cruciate disease. Could it be something else? Of course. So that limping dog, you know, we don't just limp for no reason. Um, and while we all want to sort of think there's a thorn in the paw, usually it's something a little bit bigger than that. So um, that's kind of just a quick primer on cruciate tears because I know that it's so common. And I'm always surprised at how, if I ask somebody, have you ever had this happen in a dog before? How many people have said, I've had my, you know, dogs my entire life never had this become an issue, never even knew it existed. Um, I usually tell those people to go buy a lottery ticket. It's so common, unfortunately. Wow. Okay. And, Nicole, (laughs) can I ask you, can I ask a question? Because you made it, when you you said it's um, a state anti-inflammatory, do do anti-inflammatories get filtered through the depending on which one, through the kidneys and or the liver like humans do? And that's why you said safe, because I know that that's what people worry about if they have issues with either organ, then anti-inflammatories can be a problem. <laughs> is it the same way or is it different in a dog and how it's, how it's filtered? Yes. So, um, and I'll try not to get too dorky in my answer, but yes, uh, non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. I'm not talking about steroids. Just non-steroidal right. anti-inflammatories, um, in, in their processing, they tend to be broken down either in the liver or to a certain extent in the kidneys for both humans and for animals. The first mm-hmm. thing I want to say to everybody listening is do not give your dog or especially never a cat any non-steroidal anti-inflammatory that has been prescribed to you. The human NSAIDs are very different than the animal NSAIDs, and you can harm your dog if not, unfortunately, in some cases, kill them if you give them something that you take. No ibuprofen, no Tylenol, no naproxen. We have specific NSAIDs for animals. Um, And what I'm referring to is, 
you know, probably 10 years ago, something like carprofen, which is known as Rimadil, or Deramax, Deracoxib, were the two kind of go-tos for me as an orthopedic surgeon. But I will tell you that we now, fortunately in veterinary medicine, we have something that we don't even have in human medicine. And that is a type of anti-inflammatory called a receptor anti-inflammatory. It's currently under FDA review for humans. And if it comes onto the market for humans, it's going to be a game changer. But this is a medication. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, I'm telling you, this is a medication that works at the receptor. So think of this like a key in a lock. Mm. And so the key goes into the lock and it says off with inflammation. That's it. There's no real, um, should not be any side effects Mm. to the GI, to the kidney, to the liver. Wow. I always tell clients that I never trust pharmaceutical companies, so I still recommend monitoring any inappetence, vomiting, diarrhea, soft stool, stop the drug. And we, I will say once in a blue moon, somebody will complain about it. And so I just say, then stop it. We're going to, you know, we're going to stay safe. But, you know, I prescribe this medication to hundreds if not thousands of patients in a year with relatively no side effects. And so to give it for 30, 60, 90 days, um, it's very safe. In fact, in cases where we've had patients that eat an entire bottle of Rimadil, they're in the hospital on IV fluids and medications for several days. We've had a couple patients who will eat an entire bottle of this medication and they're home the same night. So the safety margin is pretty incredible. Yeah. Wow. And, and the other thing is a lot of vets out there will still do this and owners know, but please do not give your dog uh, aspirin. Aspirin is terrible for anti-inflammatory purposes. It's wonderful for plating plate, um, excuse me, coating platelets. So it'll thin the blood. Platelets are like the mortar of the bricks to the red blood cells. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll thin the blood and create a nuisance, but it doesn't really stop inflammation. So it's not, I would ask you, don't give aspirin. I know people want to do the right thing and make their babies feel better, but really the ultimate answer is get to a vet, get to me um, before you start just medicating at home. And then the last comment is it's one of my, as a clinician, my massive pet peeves when I have a client say, oh, well, I had some such and such, quote, unquote, leftover. You should never have leftover drugs. Throw them away. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, when I hear somebody go, oh, well, there's some Rimadil sitting around from three dogs ago. No, it's probably expired. (laughs) It's probably turned into a toxic toxic drug at this point. Don't administer. Um, I I can only imagine what human doctors must go through with us and how we try to medicate. So. Uh, but to be safe, you know, don't do that. Wow, but that's okay. really cool. Um, Nicole, how long do you think, that, I know you're speculating, but is, what's the rumored uh, uh, info out there about those type of um, receptor type um, anti-inflammatories being available then in humans? Is that is that going to be somewhere in the near future, do you think, or is yeah, a long so way I- off? You know, you can never tell about these things. I have been using this medication. It's been approved in veterinary medicine for probably about five or six years, and that's in America. I'm sure in Europe it's been around for a lot longer. Um, And that's just the nature of our drug approval process that we go through. Um, Mm -hmm. That's great, though. I 
Yeah, but I just can't, I, who knows? Because when I ask the reps in the company, they sort of say, listen, we're working on it. But they have some pretty big hoops to jump through for the FDA. Um, so, you know, I, and I, this cool, is not though. a political statement, but the FDA has their focus on a lot of other things at the moment. Anti-inflammatory yeah. Yeah. are probably high on their list. Yes, I know, but that, man, but that's really neat that you have that available to help to have to help animals because that that is yeah. those things can be can be so beneficial um absolutely to, you know I, I, that's amazing because inflammation causes so much so many issues and so many problems in a in our bodies uh, in dogs bodies our who's ever it, it's just not good so the fact that you can eliminate it through that but that's really neat nicole i had no idea yeah. that's that and, was very informative yeah, the next time I will, um, I'll kind of drop a little teaser. I started thinking about this. Uh, we also have a new modality, um, which is really wonderful in my career, my career lifetime. But the next time I'm on the show, I'll talk about, we have a very specific treatment now for osteoarthritis, uh, which uh. as we know in dogs, because of the wear and tear in joints and, you know, it's a well-spent jumping, peeing, pooping puppy dog life. Yeah. Um, but we have a very specific treatment uh, that I want to mention because it's, it's also in itself kind of a game changer when it comes to really severe osteoarthritis and joints for dogs and cats. Love it. Wow. Yeah. That's great. That's great. I hope well, it comes for humans. Yeah, I hope it all. This is just great. But knowing that these little um, puppies and kitty cats and everyone else can be helped in that way, that this it's wonderful. And thank you. Thank you for this. And, Nicole, thank you for all you've given us all year. Believe it or not, it's a full year, and it's been wonderful. And we thank you um, for coming on again and um, uh, all of the necessary information you have regarding your our little fur babies, as we you call them. So thank you for yeah. that. And we hope that you and everyone at that, uh, say the name, the new, tell everyone the, the correct name again. Well, so we started out as Veterinary Surgical Center. We grew into Veterinary Referral Emergency Center, and we're back at Veterinary Surgical Center. Um, and go. happily, very, very busily, we have so many patients. Um, so we are definitely very busy just continuing to do our surgical specialties and uh, enjoying every minute of it. And I wish there everybody a wonderful coming 2024 and happy holidays and at the end of the year and optimism and hope and sunshine you know all there that good stuff. Yeah. great not only healthy well, he, for us but for our pets too there you go yeah. well here cheers to 2024 thank you nicole uh, merry christmas to all in uh, your neck of the woods and thank you for your your support to us through the year we appreciate it and we will see everybody else thanks for listening uh, have a great weekend we'll see you next week in the meantime Be safe and please be nice. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.